Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by my friend, Matthew Holman. Matt, thanks for joining us. Thanks a lot, Seth. I'm really happy to be here. Yes, it is good to have you back. But for our folks who haven't listened to episode number one that you and I did together, let's go back in time a little bit. Tell them a little bit about the cool stuff that you are up to now. Absolutely. So yeah, um, a lot of what I do is related to subscriptions, e-commerce companies, uh, whether they're doing uh, just a box or a repeating uh, option of a one-time purchase, but really just about creating engagement. Um, We're doing a ton of content, education, and working directly with brands scale their subscription programs. Awesome. Let's go back in time. How did you get into that part of the business? Uh, well, it's actually kind of part of an entrepreneurship journey. Um, I was doing marketing for an e-commerce SaaS company that did logistics and shipping um, and kind of one of those things where I was starting to get a little bit frustrated that, you know, up management didn't always do what I wanted to do kind of thing. And instead of just becoming negative or or not caring, I decided to take the jump in entrepreneurship and joined a, a smaller startup as a co-founder, which is QPilot, and essentially get to help lead the company as well as decide what we do from a marketing and a growth standpoint. Well, and so, so subscriptions was a little bit random, but uh, so, but uh, our platform is logistically create. It's like created for logistic, sorry, good logistical outcomes, and so my logistics background played well into that. Got it. So talk to go, let, let's go into a little bit more detail. So who is um, an ideal customer for QPilot? Yeah, really, it's anybody who's selling something online that has a physical good that they want to arrive on a repeat basis. So we actually do a lot of work with B2B wholesale purchases, as well as your typical D2C subscription, like you're getting pet food or CBD or supplements or something on a regular basis. So anybody that kind of falls into that area. Okay. And what is their biggest pain point that you're helping them solve? You know, really, it comes down to customer experience. I think the subscription softwares of the past were really just kind of like a set and forget mentality. You sign up, you kind of get it when you get it. Um, you don't get upset, right? It just shows up on your doorstep. And now I think a lot of brands are wanting more and more powerful subscription experiences where the customer has more control. They can even see like when they should expect to get it, not just when it's going to process. And so they want more control, switching out items. I mentioned B2B wholesale. We're successful there because you normally wouldn't imagine a wholesale order being on a subscription, 
But if you're buying similar items on a monthly or quarterly basis, it actually starts to make sense as long as there's some control there. If you decide you don't need X widget anymore, you need half as many or twice as many, you need to be able to change that really easily and not have it cause all kinds of disruptions for the merchant. So then what an oversimplification of what Pilot does, is it? it's the consumer facing software that powers your membership subscription, but instead of them just emailing or to into the company or doing, let's say a support ticket, it allows them to control what they're getting when they're getting it beyond just cancel right. or change my credit card. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd like to think of it as like, it's really about flexibility. We're giving the brand an, a really flexible subscription option that they could give to their customers. And then how does that work on a, what people see? Does that mean that my customers in, in this example, that my customers are now going, Oh, I got to go log into Q pilot. Or is this, is no. every version branded to the company? How does that work? Yeah. It's everything sits on the website. So like, you know, that typical, like my account link right up in the upper right corner of most e-commerce sites, we're just nesting something on there on the existing site. So you go to hit my account, go down to manager subscriptions. You don't realize that's a cute pilot like iframe that we're dropping in there it looks like a totally branded experience if they do a little digging they might see every every once in a while there's a little powered by cute pilot kind of thing but it's not too like omnipresent because we don't want to be annoying but it's really just about um the them, them feeling like the brand is really taking care of them awesome and what are some of the biggest challenges that you're helping those brands and those businesses overcome? Like, how would I know I need you? What, what are my customers saying? What's sure. the feedback I'm getting that leads me to go that there's something that's not working or that could be made better? Well, one of the reasons why a lot of subscription software isn't as flexible as you would expect it to be comes down to two big things. One is shipping and the other is inventory. So the idea that you can change your order from a tiny little box to a big box means your shipping is going to change. The cost of the merchant's going to change. How it could be delivered is going to be changed. And so really, if you're running into issues around shipping, shipping rate, predictability on a subscription order. And the other thing comes down to inventory, being able to manifest like all the different parts of your, your catalog. If that if those things aren't really possible, it's difficult to make that flexible experience. So, so really shipping, or if you're having trouble with like customers wanting to change or personalize things, a really common one is, you know, maybe you offer a, a one month, two month or three month subscription, but I'd like it every six weeks because I use it that often, right? Like, do I need to just do a three month and then just save it? Or I'd rather just get it every six weeks. And so that's another common problem. It's funny that you brought that up as one of the use case examples, because I am a customer of a company that makes like custom soap, custom deodorant, custom cologne. And right. the soap is the one that I go through the most. And it's funny, it used to, I would get the emails, do you want every 22 weeks? Do you want every 24 weeks? And it would say, we're going to ship this. I'd be like, no, I don't need it yet. And then it's funny, the other day I was like, man, I'm really running low. I'm about to run out. And they haven't sent me an email in forever. And I hadn't logged in in so long because I had just clicked the email link that I had to go reset my password, right. go log in, go find it, and then say, no, I want to place an order and I want it now. But that doesn't change how often I should get it. So, right. I totally get where you're coming from in terms of the annoyance or factor versus something seamless and easy. Right. Absolutely. And, and honestly, that's, what's exciting about, I think what the future of subscriptions is really more about that engagement 
management. It's like, if your companies should be able to do their own data mining and say, hey, based off of your previous order history, you're actually getting this every five weeks. We would recommend you get every five weeks based on what you're ordering. And, and you can say yes or no, or like you, that other option is you'd always want the option to be like, no, actually I need one right now. I wanna get one right now. And then I wanna send a five, set a five week schedule after this kind of thing. We want all that kind of control. Where'd the name QPilot come from? It's really the idea of like Q from the word Q-U-E-U-E. So you have a line. So it's basically we're helping you navigate a line of goods or a line of orders out in the future. And we, and we call them, instead of subscription orders, we actually call them um, scheduled orders because we like to think about you should be able to schedule it into the future however you want. Absolutely. And I mean, you've achieved some stellar growth along the way. Uh, if I'm allowed to ask, how many users are you up to now? We're over 250 users on our software. Totally bootstrapped, small team, but yeah, we're, we're doing well. And that affects, I mean, I mean, that could be thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of customers. Right. The, the end consumers that are, or purchasers who actually see right. it. So right. in addition to the software providing a much better user experience, do because of all of those data points, do you also then do I have the ability as a customer is a is a owner of as a subscriber, not a consumer? Um, is there any like data mining functionality I can see inside of it? Absolutely. Can you talk a little bit yeah, more? Yeah, absolutely. About that? So, sure. Yeah, right now within the built in the software, we certainly have a certain number of reports um, and things that are available, but um, we do feed into different BI tools. And then we also do our own data mining and reporting. So basically we can look and see like one of the features we like to look at is how many times uh, customers change something on the platform, right? It's like, how often are they changing this frequency? How often are they changing products? So you can start to see these different lifetime value values associated with different customers based on what they're changing and things like that. So yeah, that's a hundred percent what we are offering and definitely where I think, like I mentioned, that's where the future is. You have to have yeah, access to that. For sure where the fuck is going. Um, how are you getting the word out? How are you marketing QPilot? Yeah, a lot of what we do is through education. Um, so we do some of the typical things, right? We have some Google ads set up. We do some do well in SEO um, for one of our plugins. Um, but a lot of what we do is community building um, as well as education. So we have an education arm called Subscription Prescription. And that's a weekly newsletter. We do a lot with social and we're going to be launching some uh, workshops and some other things in the near future as well, because Ultimately, what we found for us, our best customers are people that are trying to figure out subscriptions, not just set it and forget it on their own side. So we're looking to work more and more with people that are trying to figure it out because we're really good at helping them do that. That is awesome. Talk a little bit about the team at QPilot. Yeah, so we're a fairly small team. We're pretty product-led growth. We have several developers and customer support people, a um, few you know, QAs in product. Um, and then, so the marketing sales side is a little bit lean, me and intern and some contractors. Um, but yeah, we're, we're pretty nimble, um, pretty small, um, but still getting a lot done. I think, especially from the product side, it's just incredible to see what's been built. With all of the success you've achieved for the company and all of the users, uh, what's your biggest challenge now? Uh, yeah, I think... I mean, the biggest challenge is always, are we staying top of mind relevant in some of the conversations with prospective customers? I think that's really, you know, it, that shifts, that changes so much, especially with the economy right now, as people are tightening pocketbooks and, and trying to devise what they should be spending on 
for their company. Um, that's really always a challenge um, is figuring that out. Do you have any data so far on the impact it's had to companies' bottom lines, like people who implement QPilot, this is how much of an average revenue increase or length of member retention or something that we that you've seen? Um, yeah, I, I'd say, I'm trying to think of like a, a, a really great, great data point um, specifically, but it, we, we essentially see kind of two use cases. Either somebody comes on and they just kind of stay flat, um, which like I said is, is actually really more indicative of somebody's just looking for an option that solves like one problem that they had and they're not really worrying about it. But for the brands that are coming on that are actually trying to grow and figure it out, we're seeing most subscription programs doubling or even tripling within six months. That's a fantastic. lot of it. And, and I, and just to qualify that a little bit, that is not all just QPilot, right. them using QPilot as a tool of they're trying to, you know, maybe they're launching some new campaigns and they're testing the product page, but QPilot is giving them a lot more functionality and data on what's working and what's not an assessment and next steps. And we're helping them unlock some of that growth. But part of that flywheel, we don't have any control over if they don't have a good marketing team. It's kind of hard, you know what I mean? Without the acquisition piece. Yes. It's hard to, it's hard to, great retention uh, is great retention, but if you don't have good acquisition feeding that, it's really not going to go anywhere. Right. And especially with the ability to look through that data, that would, I could then use what I've learned in our mark customer acquisition campaigns to get a much better right. result, which is awesome. I mean, your passion's obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Um, for me, it's a, it's a question of engagement. Like, I just love this idea of like, we're empowering brands, best customers to have a greater engagement, a greater experience. And for me, I just love like e-commerce. I love it. Cause it's, it's part psychology, it's part technology. It's, it's all those things kind of all at once. And subscriptions is a little niche, um, but it's growing and it's just fun to see how brands are innovating. Like I mentioned, like, or one of the things you think of like subscriptions is discounts, right? Like you know, you're trying to fight churn, you, you throw discounts at the problem, but ultimately that, that doesn't really address any of the underlying issues. So for me, it's like uncovering the whys, getting into that, like what part of the program is not delivering in a way that people expect it to. And then when you can unlock that, that's when real growth happens. Awesome. Well, we know your time's incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some of it with us. For our folks who are watching and listening and want to learn more and maybe become a Q Pilot customer, where is the best place for them to go? Sure. You can definitely visit us at qpilot.com or look for me on LinkedIn, Matthew Holman. I'm also on Twitter as subscription doc. I'm always happy to connect with people. And like I mentioned, we have a weekly newsletter and a lot of content out there to help people. Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been Seth Green with Matthew Holman of qpilot.com. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level, but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.